Okay, hold on. Time out. Um, why was it sounding like that? Hold on one second. And it's broadcasting, of course. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just let's just, just, just play. <laughs> oh, I know why. Okay. I gotta just mute your screen for a second. That's what it is. All right. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that too, like that raw, uncut gem that everybody must listen to. You know what I mean? Oh, me saying that's so fucking cool, or what? <laughs> um, I don't think I recorded that part, but the whole, the whole, uh, me saying, "Wait, why is this not working?" Wait, <laughs> I want everybody to hear that right there. What's up, man? So we got the micro merchant on today. Shout out to you for being on the podcast. Um, this is Creators yeah. Edition number six. And man, you do all of the giantess art. You do the the video edits and you're pretty heavily indulged in it. And man, I'm excited to have you on the podcast today. What's going on with you? Thank you. Um, not a whole lot. Uh, I'm finally back home after like a two month long hiatus. I'm finally making content again after a two month long hiatus from doing stuff just because I had other parts of my life that took uh, extreme priority. Um, you know, and when you when you ha- when you have your childhood dream in your hands, uh, do, do you chase it or do you just kind of let it slip and pay half attention to it? That was you know kind of my thought process on uh, why I'm, why I took a hiatus for a little bit but i'm back and i feel good i'm back and i feel good so as far as like your your childhood dream is is this it like creating art no no it's not um i mean don't get me wrong like this has been this kind of stuff has been embedded in my brain since i was since i can even remember um i saw like the ending of dude where's my car and there's a super hot giant alien at the end of it i'm just like oh it's that that's 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 my thing that's it right there um but uh yeah i mean at a certain point last year uh i just was kind of like i maybe i should find a way to make money off of this instead of spending money on content and also spending money on content i'm not really always super like thrilled about and I, i i just wanted to see what i wanted to see so i started making what i wanted to see yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah, spending money on content, man. I, I support it, obviously. You know, like I yeah, have. Of course, like how how else do you get the the awesome models that we have around if you don't spend money on content? Absolutely, absolutely. However, like I understand that you know from a uh, economic standpoint, you know it could get a little expensive, especially if you have a whole handful or five or ten handfuls of content creators that you really enjoy like you you do actually got to pick and choose you know people budget 
you know, what they can spend on and afford for the most part. And, you know, a lot of people, they'll say, hey, should I have Hulu, Netflix or HBO Max? You know, one of those services and you know, have a sign in is what you should have. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and, and as far as, you know, like the money you spend on content creators, I get it. Like you got to like pick and choose which ones you want to you know, constantly spend the money on it and, and constantly, um, you know, tune into the, the yeah. ones that really entertain you the most. So I, I think that just comes into play. Like you got to put those thoughts into perspective. Oh, absolutely. And the thing is, is also, um, I was taught that you can't afford something unless you can buy it two or three times, um, after like your normal expenses are handled. So like your car payment, your rent, um, your gas bill, like after that stuff is handled, and you have money left over, can you afford said thing three times? If you can't, don't spend money on it. If you can buy, if you can technically buy three 30 minute customs, then sure. Mm -hmm. Go go ahead and do it. But, you know, make sure you're, you know, not ending up in a rut. Um, Not to knock, uh, not to knock dudes that are into financial domination. Just make sure you, um, make sure you still have a house or a roof under, over your head, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. But then you know, then you know, give your give your wallet to to set dominatrix because she deserves it more. Are you into dominatrix? Um, no, but my girlfriend's a dominatrix, and I think that's awesome. That is awesome. That is very awesome, and I think that it is very interesting too. But I, I like you said, like I hope that the guys who are into it, you know, they're most I definitely hope they're being smart. I, I yeah. hope they're being smart. Because at the end of the day, it is a fantasy that you are paying money to live out. Um, just yeah. make sure you're not ruining your life over it, I guess. But hey, to each their own. Do what you do. I'm ruining my life by going out on the... Well, not ruining my life. <laughs> it's actually going very well. But, uh, you know, when you're when you're out on the road for months at a time uh, as a uh, freshly not DIY band, you only eat so very often you eat like maybe one good ass meal every day and you don't sleep a lot but hey i want to trade it for the world so it's yeah a give and take everything's uh, a give and take for sure most definitely man and i could relate to being on the road and really just not eating a lot and you know just kind of focusing on the task at hand um man, it's always truck stop food we stop at so many <laughs> loves bro we stop at so many loves along the way <laughs> So oh, do you guys, rough, do you guys have like a, tra- a trailer you travel around with, with all of your ba- um, band equipment and what have you? Uh, no, we, we just have a, like a decommission, not decommission, but like an old uh, airport shuttle bus type thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a big E450. Yeah. Um, and all of our equipment fits into the back real snugly, mm-hmm. which is awesome, especially considering there's seven of us or sometimes eight of us in that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're, we're a large band. You gotta take turns <laughs> driving. Tell me, take turns driving, probably, huh? Oh uh, yeah, all the time. Uh, like four or five of us swap out on driving duties. <laughs> oh my god, who who could push the furthest out of the band? Um, surprisingly, our singer. Um, which you know, like the whole, the, always the thing is with singers is that they're uh, prima donnas or whatever they're divas. <laughs> but when we were driving home from our last tour, we came from. Our last show was in Austin, Texas, and we had to drive back to Atlanta. And Buddy knocked out like seven hours. I don't oh, know how man. he did that. It was crazy. 
man, it's like that's like driving the truck, man. The big rig, man. Like I'll push for uh, seven hours straight for sure. Go psycho mode on that thing. It's it's awesome. We call it psycho driving whenever we drive through the night for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's what we call it. So because sometimes we have, um, you know, you got to get from Arizona to Anaheim, California in a day. Are you gonna make it? Well, you gotta. You better leave at night and mm-hmm. get there in the morning. Yeah, for sure. Although that's not too far of a drive. I probably what like five hours, six hours tops. Something like that. Um, sometimes these venues just want you there so dang early that uh, you have to leave after your the gig the night before. I think like the worst one we had was probably um, Atlanta to um, DFW. Now, what is the band name? Um, we are. I'm. I'm actually not supposed to uh, link it. I talked to my manager about it, and I'm like. Am I allowed um, to like talk about this? Um, mm-hmm. I've told a few people, uh, but it's mostly guys that like I know personally. Uh, right. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm not allowed to link it. I was strictly told not to. But, but we yeah. uh, we're a crazy um, metal band. Uh, another 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 giantess creator is actually a big fan of ours, and he goes to our uh, Philly shows a lot. But um, mm-hmm. in the DMs, I'll tell you why not. For but, sure, uh, for sure, for sure. That's uh, you know, that's that's surprising like that um you know the the manager and pr people they rather you not link the the two because i feel like you know like with the giantess art you know it's uh it's something that is a niche and probably just like metal music you know it's very it it, it is they're they're both niche markets don't get me wrong um Mm -hmm. it's just uh i i and one other bandmate have been in the videos before and i don't Mm -hmm. really feel like linking the two just yet yeah uh, like we, we even at like it went up to our label and i asked them like can i keep making jokes about it at least and like <laughs> mention it to like people in passing and they're like yeah just don't like explicitly link it yeah uh, yet right 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 hey man they know what they're doing though so i mean you know respectfully I, every, so. time, every time we do exactly as they say it works out in spades so i will mm-hmm. not question them this time yeah i feel it well speaking about the giantess art and what have you what do we have here on the screen today uh this is my friend uh that goes by violet uh she for whatever reason ended up being one of my most popular people to have on here so i figured while we chat i work on a simple little video of violet uh stepping on a dude that i'm going to edit in about right in this area and Mm. i'm going to take everyone kind of through the um the start and the finish of one of my clips, save for the, the, um, what is it? Uh, the, uh, the audio editing side of things, just because of the setup we have right now, it'll feedback a lot, but, um, like the general, like stomp to squish, to blood smear, to the, the whole, the whole thing, making it look as realistic as possible in a, uh, what is this? Like a 10 second clip, seven second clip, something like that. And if I finish it really fast, which I might, I have another one just kind of queued up, ready to go. Sweet, yeah. Heck yeah, brother. Man, shout out to the Micro Merchant about to walk us through this process on how he adds people into the the realm of the giantess. Shout out to <laughs> just, for, just for ease, you can totally just call me Dan. That's my first name. It's All totally right. like, just call me Dan. That's fine. You can switch between the two. Totally up to you. I got no I problem with calling me Dan. Dan the yeah I know everybody calls you that right Dan yep, the man. Everybody, everybody calls me that. <laughs> my dad started it when I was a kid and it has not left me since. 
Dan the Man. There's a bartender here in Vegas that uh, me and Mama Goods, we call Dan the Man. And, uh, Dan man. the Man. Oh, he will get you jacked up in the bar. If you drink, man, good, good luck. <laughs> so in this, um, what I was going to say real quick is uh, I have like everything loaded up here. And uh, this is After Effects. People always ask me what I use to make my videos. Uh, currently, it's After Effects. I might switch over to uh, DaVinci Resolve, which will literally just make, um, as far as my understanding is so far, it'll combine all of the programs that I currently use, which mm -hmm. is After Effects and Premiere, which are down here in the bottom. And hopefully we'll just make my whole process a lot easier to do. I know that's what Nike MD uses. I'm pretty sure in his video, when he does video edits. Mm -hmm. So if it can make my, my process easier and it's free, I think I'm going to go for it because I pay for a student membership with Adobe, which is the entire Adobe suite, which is really cool, but none of us are students anymore. And that's going to expire at some point. <laughs> So I might as well just get ahead of the curve and not have to spend a whole week learning something in a rush. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, DaVinci Resolve. So that's a free. DaVinci Resolve is free. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It is, is free. Crazy. It is a huge, like powerful ass program for free. There's a $200 version that uh, adds in some extra like stuff. If you were doing this very professionally, like Hollywood level stuff, like uh, it's got a, it's called DaVinci Resolve, like studio or something like that. And it's got a couple extra added features that I don't think I need really, right, but right. it's cool. It's neat. So what's so, your first step usually? Pardon? So what's your first step usually on, on these edits? Like, uh, so you, obviously you probably get the video first. Yeah, I get the video first. Uh, so this screen right here shows this, this is the original clip before I trimmed it down and like in this in this black area right here, that's stuff I cut out, and then the white area here is what's getting used. Cause uh, you know, I set up the camera, and then I was walking around, and you hear my boots like clinking around, and also me talking. So I try to cut out all of that stuff and yeah. start it like right after I say like action or something of the sort, right. and then right before I say good take or something like that, or I give like feedback on it, I always try to leave like a breath or two before I say anything because of that. Mm -hmm. um, don't know what happened there, but that's crazy. Um, that's wild. Good thing that's not in the video. And so then after I get after I get that trimmed, I drop it in here into the actual like composition area. And from there, I'll go back into my files and I'll find green screen material, which I have two things selected here. Uh, this is from my buddy Colossal Collages, who also is on Instagram and Twitter. Shouts out Colossal Collages. He's the reason I do this in the first place. That's my boy. Shout out to um, Lodges. That's that that's the guy right there. If there's someone if he if he would be down to do a podcast with you, I bet he has um a lot of uh a lot of insight into stuff. Cause I think he also does video editing professionally. Like he edits like commercials and shit, which is really cool. That is really um, cool. Yeah. So it's probably like stuff I'm not sure like to what level, but um I know I've gotten like some digital commission work before where I will change the color of someone's shirt, you know, shit you wouldn't even notice. And right. like a, and like a commercial, it's like, Hey, like, I don't want that guy's shirt to be yellow. I want it to be blue. I know how I can just do that. And, um, I've helped with like music videos and stuff before for other bands I know. But, um, so he provided me this, uh, this whole little reel of uh, just assorted tiny people that are already cut out. Uh, so I can take the first frame of this guy right here. 
figured he might be a good one. <laughs> and then, like, the last frame or something. The first yeah. victim. So, what's funny with, um, see, boom, then he gets plopped in right there. You're, you resize him a little bit to actually, you know, be small. And, like, my namesake suggests, I usually make these dudes just abysmally small. To the point where sometimes my editing doesn't even take that long because I can just make a guy ridiculously tiny and you won't even notice if there's anything going going on with how he functions or how he moves weird or something like that. Because this guy is from Grand Theft Auto 5. This yeah. dude right here, he is from Grand Theft Auto 5. So <laughs> Colossal told me... So that's what, that's what he does too. Colossal told me he takes uh, characters from... Grand Theft Auto 5 has a green screen mod on his PC for it and you put them in front of green screens and -hmm. you can make you can animate them there's like a little drop down menu that comes in um, uh, a lot of mod packs for Grand Theft Auto where you can just animate characters to do whatever because Grand Theft Auto 5 already has like a movie function where you can like make like short films within Grand Theft Auto 5 without mods so guys are like okay well what if we did that with green screen and we like made it way more in depth and way crazier. And there's a lot of short films on YouTube where people have done like what I would assume is the impossible with Grand Theft Auto five. It's really cool. So I might use this guy, but if I don't have, um, if I don't decide to use Colossal Plage's material, uh, I have my own from Grand Theft Auto five. And you can see like, this is like the player from, from the actual game. Yeah got the little time thing in there i know it's blocked by your logo right now but um boom 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 and i just have him doing a whole bunch of different stuff different poses and everything and it all lasts about 15 seconds because i have ways to cycle it and like make it repeat itself so i have like i did an entire five minute short film just with this specific character and all these poses I made for him. And I don't know how I did it. I'm still really proud of it. It's crazy. Sorry, I will talk a lot. No, please, uh, interrupt please. Me. Yeah. Interrupt me yeah. if you need to. No, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I, you know, like one of my favorite thing about these creators editions is that I'm actually sitting here intrigued and learning my, my darn self. Now I don't have any interest in creating giantess art myself, but just like watching how it's done is just is fascinating. And I almost get like um, sucked into the like the the experience rather, you know, like and I'm almost like thinking like what that scenario would actually be like. You know what I mean? No, that's that's what's really fun about it. Um, it's weird. Like having been working on this kind of stuff for so long, like part of me genuinely part of me is like, man, do I even still like this? Because like I'm, you're just exposed to it so often. Yeah. But then I get like that was my thought process for the last two months when I was on the road and thinking about all the work I had to do when I got back home mm-hmm. and editing new stuff. And I'm like, man, that's like, so that's so daunting. I don't even know if I care about this anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, I'm only home for like 10 days. Right. And I need to, to put it simply, I need to, I need to make money. And this was a very mm-hmm. easy and fun admittedly very fun way for me to create content for people and to create a nice little stream of income for myself. Yeah. And I get to increase my uh, knowledge in an area that I otherwise would not have touched otherwise with like, you know, special effects, editing, Mm -hmm. um, figuring out video game modding uh, tools, 
and learning how cameras work. So it's, it's also stuff that like, I wouldn't have messed around with otherwise. So it's, right. it's kind of cool that I get to make this stuff. And then once I got back home here in uh, Atlanta and I started working on this stuff again, I'm like, you know what? I do like this stuff. Like, this is fun. This is actually pretty entertaining. So to Atlanta, I drove through Atlanta on uh, Monday. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I drove through Atlanta um, to Birmingham, Alabama. I love that. I love that little drive. It's a nice drive. Were you doing it for work or what? Yeah. uh, Driving the big rig. Heard, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was raining like a mug, though, man. I was like, dang, it was coming down for a second. Yeah, I know. The the, uh, the weather out here gets, like, kind of weird sometimes. I mean, not not as weird as, like, Florida or anything. But, <laughs> man, after I was on a bus for two months with no AC, I'll take anything. Especially like, after driving through Texas with no AC. No AC? Man, you guys <laughs> are thugging it out. <laughs> it is brutal. Goodness gracious. Yeah, that humidity is just next level. Dude, it was it was terrible. So what I um real quick, what I just did there is um so I cropped out this player right here and then I cropped out the uh, top half of it and then I use key light over here to remove the green screen. You click the dropper and gone. Just like that. Just like that. And sometimes I'll like mess with um, this little tool, uh, screen gain. There's a lot of stuff in After Effects. So I'm like, if someone asks me, like, what does that do? I'm like, I don't know, but this is the result. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it looks like when it's done. Uh, isn't that yeah. cool? And I don't have to explain it any further beyond that. Like a lot of this stuff was me opening up this big, huge program and just being like, I wonder what that button does. That's- and just figuring it out from there. That's what it always is. And I feel like our generation, we have all these tools at hand. And a lot of times people will say, I don't know how to use that. Well, guess what? None of us did when we first None opened us, up. No one does. Know? Like Fruity no Loops, man. You just, you just start learning. You just start pressing buttons and hopefully something cool happens. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've ever uh, tinkered around with Fruity Loops, but, you know, um, you know, I, I got pretty good at Fruity Loops at one point. And, you know, a lot of people would say, man, how do you make beats on Fruity Loops? And I'm just like, honestly, I don't know. I opened it and just, you know, figured it out. And it's probably even easier today because there's so many YouTube tutorials out there that, you know, you could just just type in how to use Fruity Loops. And there's probably like like 100,000 videos on how to use Fruity Loops at this point. Oh, my brother got really, really good at using Fruity Loops at one point. I'm actually technically using his computer a little bit. And I have like some of his old uh, music files on here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for a while, he wanted to be a producer. Then he wanted to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he loves Jesus. So that's, that's, Jesus, that's, man. that's his thing now. Um, he's in a like a ministry college to learn how to be to learn to become a uh, praise team leader or a uh, pastor. What's up? Shout out to him. Shouts out my brother. He'll never know I do this. No. Oh. So is this like a secret to the fam? Yeah. Right now. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, for you? They don't really have any need to know. They know I have a Patreon and they know I do graphic design work. That's yeah. what I do. And then yeah. when they ask like, oh, well, what do you do? I'm like, well, you ever see like a guy's shirt and it's like yellow on TV? I did that. And they're like, oh, cool. And they don't ask <laughs> questions beyond that. 
yeah, because they have no idea, like, you know, what that means, you know? They're like, oh, okay, everybody. <laughs> I mean, my, my parents won't ask questions if, you know, I get a $1,000 commission. They're not going to ask any questions. I'm like, I just made $1,000 today. Like, yeah. they're like, okay, cool. They don't need to know anything beyond that. They don't ask. <laughs> they certainly don't ask. Yeah, man, I, I hear you. You know, like as far as the podcast goes, a lot of I really don't promote it like on my personal pages like that. But it's kind of getting to the point where I'm like, I, I really. What was that? Do you think it'd be helpful to do that? I don't know. Like I, I, I started being more open about the podcast on my personal page. However, um, just because you know a lot of people are starting to follow it that know me from the podcast, so I'm just like whatever. But, you know, I do have a lot of family on my personal page as well and and yeah, yeah. people from the past. And that was one of the reasons why I just didn't really talk about it much on my personal page was just like, why would I? You know, it's just like it's not my demographic or my my target audience. So why would I post it in stories and even talk about it, really? But, you know, now that more people are following it from the podcast, I'm like, you know, whatever. And Some light of- advertising on it kind of thing. Yeah, and as far as like family goes, you know, like I, I don't really communicate with a whole lot of uh, of my family, you know, just like my immediates, you know, like you know, like you know, my sister, brother, mother, you know, stuff like that, and and they know they know about it, so it's just like whatever, you know. But as far as like my other family goes, man, I could care less what people think at the end of the day, you know what I mean? So it's really not a big deal to me. So people are always gonna talk and have crazy things to say and gossip no matter what. So that's kind of what it is for me. I'm, I think I'm at the point where I'm like, ah, whatever. Like I'll talk about it a little more. Like I've even put the, the IG handle in my personal IG's uh, name now, you know, the, the creator of the pod pod or, or what have you. And I got the tag in there. So, you know, like I, but I get it, you know, like not really feeling the need to tell everybody. Like I get that for real. If it's not, if it doesn't, if they're not going to, I don't know. I kind of see it as like, if, if they're not going to support the page, then they don't really need to know about it. Cause I already have support uh, elsewhere with it. Um, yeah. I've had like a few people like, cause, because like I said, I'll joke about it here and there. Like my band has a discord chat and um, I'll joke about it here and there. But I also have to keep in mind that when, when I'm in the public eye in that sense that I can't really, um, like to to say, for instance, one of our fans is like fifteen, mm-hmm. fourteen, right? So now I feel like I don't I don't like making jokes about the thing I do as yeah. much, just because I'm like I don't need like a kid to you know go digging for something I do and like find my name attached to something, and then I look like the 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 freakazoid for having like exposed someone's kid to something like this. Yeah, um, which like, again, it's just feet, but like you know, like. Every time someone like even looks a little uh, too young, like they'll come in my DMs and try to order a custom. And I've asked them from like, dog, how old are you? And they're like, oh, I'm, you know, anything under 18. I'm like, I don't say a thing back. They are blocked like immediately. I just, I, I don't know. You Stuff know, like that. Weird out, man. I also get like weirded out by like, I was talking about this on a live stream the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't usually like working with models that are under 21 for, mm. I, I don't know. There's just something about it that like kind of bugs me. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's 
because I'm on a moral high horse or something like that. Oh, man, but it, I, that's just the weird. I get it, man. Trust me, I yeah. do. I, I totally get it, man. And uh, I don't know, man. Like it's a, it, it, it's okay to do, but there is a like a. I don't There's know. like the thing in my head that's saying like, no, don't do that. <laughs> I feel you on that. Like I don't, I don't think I've had anybody under twenty one on the podcast. I don't think you have either. Yeah, I don't think that I have, but um. I know there's some models out there that like there, there was, there was a couple that I think might've been like 20 or maybe even 19. And, but you know, they, they had like, you know, decent followings and I could see they've been doing their thing and everything. I'm like, uh, you know, like maybe, maybe I'll have them on a podcast or, you know, reach out. But um, most of the times, you can you can immediately tell the difference between somebody who is mature enough to be um, involved with a collaboration versus who isn't because they'll immediately not recognize the the benefits on, of networking with other platforms that are there to uh, big up each other you know because they'll they'll oh, say yeah. like oh are you gonna pay me to do that like well I haven't paid. I don't pay people to be on a podcast. Like this is this is a a podcast. Yeah. What? Exactly. Exactly. So it's just like, oh my gosh! Like I'm, I'm just like. uh, On that topic, I had a uh, there's a there's a guy who's a fan of mine, and um, he'll point me in the direction of models that are looking to get into the, the giantist thing and like need someone to edit them. Um, or like get them some, it's basically like, that's my way of doing shout outs is like creating an edit for someone and it's a collab post. So like yeah. it's both people's feeds. Right. Yeah. Um, so like, that's all fine and good. And I get, I get DMS all the time. Like, Hey, share for share. I'm like, no, I'm not a shout out page. I'm not a shout out page, <laughs> but I do like, it's in my bio, bro. Like, please like it just the fact that you're in my DMS right now and asking that means you didn't read my bio and you just see 18.2 K and you yeah. think shout out page. Um, yeah, annoying. So, very annoying. But yeah. through 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 Buddy uh, mentioning me to um, mentioning me to a model that's local to me, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, do you do photo shoots?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll do some shoots here and there, and um, if she if she wants, she can have the content. It's not a big deal. Like we can just do like a like a collaborative shoot or something like that." And he's like, "Okay, cool. I'll tell her to hit you up if she ever makes a page." I'm like, "That's great." So she ends up making a page. DMs me and says like, "Hey, so and so told me to hit you up." I'm like, "Okay, cool. Um, I'm available these days. Like, just let me know and you want to shoot." And she's like, "Okay, cool. Are you gonna pay me?" I'm like, "No, you hit me up. <laughs> you oh hit me gosh. up to shoot you, bro. Like, I'm not gonna pay you to take time out of my day on your request. Like, that's yeah. I, what. That's not how it works. I'm getting. I'm. I don't know. I, yeah." I'm being a provider for content for you. And you're just saying um, you should pay me for it. I'm like, no, that's not how this works. Um, yeah. On a, on a brighter note, this guy just got stepped on. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, so just to kind of talk about what I did, this stuff is so automatic to me at this point. I can like do it while I'm making like dinner. If I was able to have this in the kitchen with me. But um, what I what I basically do is, like I said, like I make them tiny so you can't really tell if like his coloring doesn't work that well. And you also can't tell that he's from Grand Theft Auto 5, which is the best <laughs> part. 
Uh, that's why I never make them like much bigger than like a toe. Because if they were bigger than that, you'd be able to tell they're not from something. I also sometimes use myself. I have some green screen footage of myself that I use here and there. Yeah. Um, but it's it, it's only in like a couple different poses. So it's like I can only use it kind of sparingly. Um, and these guys have like so many different um, actions. But um, we have to figure out which one it is so we can so we can find you. It's like the micro merchant is like where's it's obvious there? which one's me. It's, I think it's pretty obvious. It's the one with the ponytail. You'll find him. Okay. He's on there. He's tiny, but he's on there. <laughs> shout out so, to the merchant. Shout out, shout out to the shout out to the the one human I use in my videos. Me. <laughs> uh, so what I did was I found like a you know I have like a crouching animation for this guy. I also put a reflection of him on the floor. I'm probably gonna darken that up a bit so it looks more like a shadow because you can tell when she steps down this is like stuff i'll pay attention to like um lighting wise there's not really there's like a very very slight reflection of like her foot on this tile but it's very slight. like it's not a very reflective surface in my opinion like it kind of is like you can like see some blue here but it's it's very slight right so it's mostly just shadow so what i'll do with this guy's um, reflection right here sometimes people will um uh, there's a couple creators that are, I mean, that are really good at this. Uh, this guy, Cinematic uh, GTS, will do this, and it makes sense to do it because sometimes this happens in real life, depending on how your lighting is working. Right. What he'll do is he'll do he'll have a reflection and also a shadow going a different direction. I'm lazy, so, and I also know how I can make things look really good pretty quickly, and I can get away with it. So what I'll do is where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Color correction. See, being out for two months, I forgot where most of this stuff is sitting at. Um, we get you back, uh, Grandy, man, before the before the tour, man. See, my my goal has been to make two clips every day, so then I have like twenty things I can release while I'm out on tour and keep interest going. I have a really big yeah. video dropping tomorrow with um, her name. Uh, she goes by um, GG GG Feet. Uh, it's like F X X T. Uh, Gianna G Golden Souls on Twitter. I have a big like five minute feature with her coming out at some point tomorrow. I need to finish it up today. Shout out GG Feet, come be on the podcast. I, I know who you're talking about too. I think I follow her. She never followed she, me. Back. She's, she's a she's a she's a doll. She's great. Uh, she, uh, her and I got like pretty buddy buddy uh, just from me being like the first person to like reach out to her and be like, hey, you want to like make a video with me and she's like yeah sure and then her and i like collaborated on a custom together for somebody um yeah. and it went really well and then she, so she's like somewhere over in europe so our, our time schedules are very different but there's one night i was just up really late and she messaged me she's like dude i have so much energy and ideas for this right now let me do this right now like just give me like a quick prompt and i got you and in like 20 minutes she sent me like six clips that are like her, like taking tiny people out of a box and then like killing them individually. Oh, so it rocks, and I'm almost finished with it. It's it's really really fun. Not and, real tiny people, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Oh, dude, I got every time I get deleted on Instagram, it's because of violence. And I write a big ass appeal. I I log in to my desktop and appeal it, and I write a big ass paragraph saying, "You would have to be stupid to think these people are real." Right. And they give me my account back. Twice now it's worked. It's worked right. twice. 
okay? Like I, 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 I can just sucker Instagram into doing whatever, whatever I want. And I also be like, Hey, you guys are ruining my income. Like, that's not cool. Give me my income back. Give me my advertising back. Or I'm suing. I could, I bet I could. But, um, you know, what's weird is even though Instagram is where I have probably my biggest following, it probably does the least for me in terms of advertising. I think, um, ever since I started having a Twitter and being really active on there, uh, that started giving me a lot more, um, it gave me a lot more clicks to my website, to my Patreon. Solid. Really great. Um, DeviantArt too. If you can have your stuff on every platform, especially as like a creator in this, uh, field, it, it's better to just have your stuff everywhere. People ask me like, Oh, do you think I should make a clips for sale or a mini vids? I'm like, I think you should make both. Because yeah, some people right. use one and not the other, and you're missing out on a couple sales by only having one. Why would you do that to yourself? Wise words from a wise man. I hey, I know how this stuff works. It's just a matter of I execute it myself. Right. Right. Um, so that, what I just that. did is I made this man's uh this dude's um shadow mm-hmm. or his reflection more like a shadow by okay. just uh, decreasing the exposure on it over here. And I might just make it a little more extreme so it pops out more and you can tell that he has a shadow. Yeah. Like, like again, like once it's zoomed out, you can't really tell. But the difference in how this guy actually like sits in this space is totally different if you remove the shadow. Because now he's just kind of like, I can even tell, like, it's just kind of like he's floating there and he's on top of the footage and he's not in the footage. And if you're like one of my quote-unquote disciples or something on instagram and you started making edits because of me this is why your edits don't look good because you don't add a shadow you need to add a shadow to your people otherwise they are just floating on top of footage and it looks goofy that is like that it's it's the number one thing that every time someone's like hey i started making edits because of you can you give me some pointers on this i'm like shadows (laughs) i'm like dude shadows reflections something something to like cement this guy in space like you can even just you can even just barely see his shadow there, but it makes a world of difference. Now it's not there. Now it's there. Now it's not there. Now it's there. It makes a huge difference if the guy is actually believable, being there and like existing in this area. Because otherwise, yeah. then you just have weird looking footage. Right. And then one last thing I'll do. Um, I already did this uh, earlier when I was just talking. Um, my roommate also knows how to work with Adobe pretty well because this is her um, student thing. So she taught me how to use curves really well, which is like, I still don't really totally get it, but she made me a couple of like curve packs that I can use for Mm -hmm. uh, making people's uh, lighting look good. So this guy right here before he looked like that and he was just a little too bright. So I added a, uh, I have an interior curve, which just darkens him up a little bit and makes it look like he's inside the building. But what I'm going to do before he gets stepped on is because like when, when, when you're about to step on something, uh, a shadow will go over it from your foot. Right. So I can do that with um, keyframes and exposure, just kind of the same way I gave that guy a shadow. So I'll find the frame that like, I'll find the frame where he's gone. He's not there anymore. Right. And I'll on the exposure, um, for, I'll click on this little clock right here to turn on keyframes for exposure. And then I will make that like minus five and he'll look just like he's inside of a, like a dark room or something like that. Right. 
but I'll reel it back like a couple frames and then put it to zero and five might be too extreme, but then I adjust from there. So then as it goes from zero right here, the rest of his clip, he'll be at zero and he'll be perfectly lit. But this frame is when it starts to have him start getting like about to be stepped on. So what I'll do from here is like, like I said, like that's just a little too dark for how much shot, like there's barely any shadow landing on him. So I'll go back to this minus five one. I'll probably do like minus 2.5 or something. So then as the foot comes down, the shadow gets a little darker and even still, I think that's too much. So I'll do like minus two. It's really, really small stuff that like just adds a slight bit of realism to something right. that is impossible otherwise. And that's that's how I ended up doing an edit. And if I were to add a little blood stain on it, I have a folder for blood right here. Nice. And I'll throw one of these in. So first I'll find like where he was at originally. I'll drag that in. And if you have like a blood PNG or something like that, there's like options over here that you can get rid of that stuff pretty easily. Nice. Put a 3D layer on that so you can like make it seem like it's on the floor. That's that's another thing I do a lot is I'll use the 3D layer instead of just like flipping a guy upside down and yeah. making that shadow. I'll make it like look like it's like, you know, stretching across a floor or something like that. Like it's actually part of the environment because otherwise you just have stuff that doesn't look like it belongs. And then you figure how much blood is in the human body. Yeah. Ice T asked that question once. Um, (laughs) And he says, then he asked, do you want to see it? Motherfucker. And (laughs) legendary fucking hilarious song. I can't believe that man covered a uh, suicidal tendencies track. That is so funny. Did he really? Yeah, he, he covered a institutionalized and it's called institutionalized like twenty nineteen or something like that or twenty sixteen. Whatever year he put that out, and it's just like this whole this whole thing about how everyone around him is pissing him off and making him go crazy. It's so oh. funny. So with the blood stain, that'll just appear when her foot lifts up. So I'll find the frame where her foot uh, decides to leave. Yeah. I'll just scrub through frame by frame. So technically it would be like right there. So this is where I'll have the blood stain like first show up. And because it's um, put on this uh, darken thing right here, I actually might do multiply maybe. Uh, Cause darken will eliminate some stuff. Yeah. It's like this little, it's like these little, whatever the hell these are called over here. I don't know. All I know is I use that one a lot and that's what matters to me. I'll throw a mask on it so then I can like choose where it's going to be. Choose a mask that I can actually see. And you can also put keyframes on masks. So because like the blood won't be over top of her toes, that wouldn't make any sense. You put a mask following the shape of her foot. And it's, it's that easy. This is how you make stuff look good. That's the that's the whole point of this stuff is you want to make it look realistic as possible while still keeping like some kind of like cheeky elements to it. Yeah. Cuz it's at the end it, it's it's kind of goofy. Like I'm not going to lie. Like this stuff it's it's a it's a goofy fetish to have and I have it. I'm I'm calling myself out here. It's fine to be goofy. Do you think that by being somebody who creates these edits, like it's intensified, like how you feel about it? 
Um, sometimes I feel like it has made me not like it. Oh. Um, uh, which is, which is, which is interesting because like, man, I want to be into the thing I'm into. Right. Um, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like this is, this is still my shit, but because I interact with some, sometimes like interacting with people in the community is exhausting. Mm-hmm. I will not even sugarcoat it. It is sometimes very, very challenging to like want to be in this community sometimes uh, just because people will get really, really demanding over yeah. content they haven't paid for. <laughs> so, no. uh, I mean, I like to announce my like comeback. I edited a clip of another gal um, that I've worked with before who is also really popular on my page. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I made a new edit with some old material I hadn't uh, used of her. And someone comments saying like, okay, cool. But like, what about the video with Gianna? I'm like, bro, you're not even on my Patreon. You're not going to see it. Like, what do you care? <laughs> like, you're not going to see the video. So I don't know. Like, sometimes it's just, it, it can get exhausting. Um, don't get me wrong. Like that, it, but it's like that with everything. I mean, it is kind of like having a job almost yeah. and you just sometimes you're not going to have days where you want to do it and that's okay uh i star in some of my videos and man i get it now like i totally get it like when when models like they get a custom in and they're like oh yeah i can you know i get that done real quick and then it takes them like a week because it's, sometimes this shit's exhausting to do man like yeah. it's it takes time like i'm sure you've seen like mama goods like work on some stuff before i don't know if she's ever had days where she's just like man, I don't want to do this today. Like, it's just, sometimes you just don't want to, but you got to, because it's the thing that's bringing money in here and there. Mm -hmm. So it, I don't know. I take it as try. I try to be very grateful for, for this stuff because it's fun and my friends have fun doing it too. So, you know, it's, it's an interesting way to hang out. I get to be honest with myself a lot more. That's what I really, the, the thing that I like the most out of, out of having done this is the honesty of myself that I've found in yeah. creating content and being able to um, talk about it pretty freely in my personal life, save for like family. Like we talked about that earlier, mm-hmm. but I mean, everyone, I, everyone that knows me kind of knows that at the very least, I like feet. <laughs> at the very yeah. least, they know that. Um, and also, my I mean, shit, my girlfriend's, what, six foot, six one or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's, I, I kind of wear it on my sleeve a lot. And it's fun to joke around about. Um, I recently did a podcast with my band um, where I talked about uh, some, like, my our drummer was on it. And he said, well, Dan has this, um, Dan has this page. And I'm like, oh, cool. Can I talk about my thing? Can I talk about the thing I do? And we talked about it for a little bit. And our drummer's like, man, I really want to do the sound effects for that too. Like, like when when people get eaten and stuff like that. And yeah. I pulled up a clip. I pulled up one of my videos of like, I'm like, dude, the sound effects are the coolest part. And I put it right into the microphone. And you hear, and the, the whole like, the whole like little podcast room just erupted into laughter. Because there was no context. You just hear like someone getting squished. <laughs> but um, That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Like, um, for instance, my friend Violet here, um, I've known her since like sophomore year of high school, something like that. I'm 20, almost 25 now. Mm-hmm. So, and then at a, one, a certain point, I'm like, hey, um, like, do you want to help like step on tiny people? And 
she's dated dudes with foot fetishes before, so she like she knows what she's got. Yeah. Um, so it, I don't know. It's just kind of neat that I can like be be real, and yeah. people don't people don't hate you for it. I get that question a lot in my DMs too. It's like, how do I? Um, how do I talk to a girl? Like, I, I get this a lot, like a lot more than I thought I would. I get a lot of dudes that will ask me, um, how do I talk to this girl? I like about, about this. I'm like, just talk to them about it. Like, don't, don't be weird. Just like, don't be, don't act like it's this like super shameful thing that you're into. It's just, it's part of who you are. Yeah. And that's you're, fine. You're going to like it or not. Yeah. And if they don't like it, like that's always been a condition for me. Like, I like years ago, I went on a, uh, on a Tinder date and it just kind of came up in conversation that I like feet. And she's like, wait, you'll never touch mine. I'm like, I can take you home now or later. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know if you thought that joke was funny, but like, um, it's just not going to work otherwise. So I don't know. I kind of have a hard line on it. Like it's part of who I am. Why would I, um, shelter, it off, shelter that off from, my real life yeah other than management telling me to but i didn't even know i was into it until like i started like finding more information about it and kind of exploring it it's been something that uh i i knew existed but Mm -hmm. i didn't really like know much about it like i i was just never exposed to it and then once i was i started realizing like oh I, i do like that i do and i think like like being more involved, involved to the point that I am now, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's definitely intensified. Like that's why I asked you. Like, has it intensified? It. I'm like, because from from my standpoint, it's most definitely intensified. Like, I enjoy seeing that. Like on my timeline now, like it's damn near all I want to see on my timeline. It's everything else is just boring to me. You know. I heard that. I mean, I. To, to, I mean, yeah. It, it, like it has intensified it a little bit. Um. But I, it, it's, it's interesting. Like I went into it like very, like ridiculously enthusiastic. Cause I was just making these things on my phone before. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. I can't believe like I got good at this. And then I started uploading it. Then I upgraded to the, you know, bigger software that I had to pay for and everything like that. Um, I never expected at a certain point, like I, I would hit a burnout with it. Um, yeah. I'm actually really surprised that I ever did. Yeah, I, that's, I, that's I never, I never wanted to get a burnout with it, but it just it just kind of happened one day, and that's natural, man. It that happens with that happens with everything. Everything, you, bro. Can't always expect it to be like, you know, the easiest thing on the planet for you to do. Um, in fact, I remember, uh, I remember a point in time where I didn't play music for a whole year. I had just finished. I just graduated from college for music and I didn't want to play it at all. I didn't want to play anything. I didn't want to play music period. And now it's, now it's my livelihood and I'm playing in a band I care about and have wanted to be in since 2018. It's a, it's, it's, it's like that with everything. It ebbs and flows. And once I got back in the saddle after taking two months off of not making anything at all, it feels like I just started again and it's, it's fun and I want to create. And yeah. I'm finding I'm always finding new avenues of creating with with this stuff. I mean, it's all generally the same thing. It's all it's usually this. It's usually that. That's fine. 
That's what people want to see. And it works. And I know how to do it really well. So why not continue to do this? Absolutely. And I'm having fun doing it again. I'm, I'm getting ideas for videos I want to create. I'm collaborating with other artists on Twitter and doing art shares and shit like that with guys that don't even work in the same medium as me. I'm collaborating soon with, um, well, doing an art share with this artist on, I will not pronounce this properly, but it's like Guri Art, Guri Art. I'm gonna have to ask him how to pronounce it, but he he does um he does illustrations he does like comics and um, stuff like that. His art is super super unique, and he's always he's been supporting my my Twitter endeavors since like day one of me being over there. Always retweets my stuff. He subs to the Patreon, and he gets me a lot of traction over there. So he and I just started chatting. I'll send him works in progress and stuff. I'm like, what if we did a uh, art trade? Would that be cool? Like I know we don't do the same thing really, but we're into the same stuff. And he's like, that'd right. be sick. So I sent some, some like reference shots of a uh, violet here actually yeah. to make into a comic. And I'm like, here's the scenario that we thought would be cool. Uh, you give me an idea and I'll work on it. And it, it's, I, I have these like juices flowing again in my head of how I can create new stuff and have fun with it and share it with people that want to be involved and that also have fun with it. It's, it's fun to kind of live in a fantasy here and there. And this is the most like fantasy side of it. Cause as much as I, as much as I'd like it to be real, I'll never be that big. That That's just how it is. That's just how it is. What do you mean? You'll never be that, that big. You mean that's that small or that guy, that guy. <laughs> gotcha. that guy, I'll never be that big. I'll never be him. Maybe. Hey, man, you never know, man. <laughs> what if a giant just comes out of nowhere one day? You'd be like, oh, shit, I manifested this. <laughs> I was wrong. I, I manifested everything in my life up to this point. Maybe I'll manifest this, too. Damn, man. Well, at least that's, you'll, uh, at least you'll go out living your fantasy. <laughs> that, that's the idea, right? So this is um, this was uh, the clip start to finish. That was... Uh, that I know I didn't say a lot of like what my process was as I was doing it. Like I said, it's like super automatic for me at this point. I know what needs to go where and how to make it happen. Um, sometimes I have to do keyframes for when, um, for when blood shows up. Like if someone like does like a smear, like I was going to work on, um, I wasn't really sure how long we were going to go for it, but I was going to work on this one and she'll, she like does like a slide like that. And then I'll have like a blood trail following it, which is always kind of cool. But I did finish the uh, the thing I said I was going to finish. Um, I loved it. I, I don't, do do we do we need to stop right now? Do we have to? We, we can go as long as you want. We can go as long as you want. Cool. It's um, up to you, man. It's up to you. This is the I'll be doing the um, audio editing of this later and like adding like a squish sound effect. And sometimes I add booms and shakes, but I'm so indifferent to booms and shakes that I don't really add them anymore. Um, and it doesn't like it doesn't like increase sales or anything to have booms and shakes booms and shakes in a video where if you were that small and you were just in someone's house that's not going to happen to you anyway but if someone was 100 feet tall and walking down a city street then you know there might be some earthquakes it, oh yeah context it's all about context yeah absolutely there was just some like jackhammer drilling i think it might have been like an actual like one of those huge jackhammers that they have on like work trucks or whatever and um they were drilling something behind the house probably working on the sewer system or something but man that sure, thing sure. rattling the whole house i was like goodness gracious 
Yeah. Yeah, I guess I can work on the um, other one. So I, what I do from here is I will add it to like my Adobe Media Encoder, which basically exports out of um, exports everything out of After Effects, and then I transfer my workflow is from After Effects uh, to uh, what's it uh, Premiere, where I do the audio editing or I'll add in music. Um, yeah, that's that's usually the um, that's usually the process. The clip will take a second to pop up here. There you go. I called it Violet Crush Simple. Shout out to Violet again, man. Shout out to Violet. She is awesome. Um, she actually might end up moving up here to Georgia at some point, which would be really cool. Um, having another roommate that would help out with this stuff would be awesome. Um, when I say another roommate, like I do, my other roommate um, uh, goes by Cat on my page and she helps out a lot. I was going to edit one of her clips, but they're all very dialogue heavy. So mm-hmm. that just takes a little longer for me to work with. You guys like write out scripts and what have you. Um, sometimes we'll usually follow something kind of loose. Uh, I find with like scripts, it sometimes can suffocate any creativity on the model's end. Cause if you're just being there and you're like, you know, following the script and like just kind of roboting it, roboting your way through it, it can be, it can be rewarding, but sometimes I don't see them have a lot of fun with like such a super strict script. Um, sometimes people need that, which I totally get. There's a couple gals I work with on Twitter that like need something to follow. Otherwise right. they just kind of don't really know where to go with it. Cause mm-hmm. if, if you're not like in tune with being a giant woman, then it's not going to come naturally to you. But a lot, thankfully, a lot of the gals I work with, a lot of my friends anyway, that help me with this stuff, have like just a natural inkling to be very um, artsy, I guess is a word to use for it. Very, um, they'll, they'll just kind of roll with it. Just uh, like Kat's creative, a good example of that. People. Sorry? Just like creative people all around. Yeah, creative people all around. And they, they'll have like a little, they have like a little fun with like actually um, like improving voice lines and stuff like that. So Violet sometimes will need like something to go off of, but she also is pretty good with her dialogue and can follow instructions pretty well and like roll off of something like that. So I love it when, the, uh, sorry. I love it when when the, the voice has like a reverb to it. <laughs> That's always pretty cool. I, I do that sometimes with like if it's um if they're like standing and they're talking to someone on the floor, I'll add like a little bit of reverb to it. Uh, it's usually really slight and like something only I really notice, but cause I, I hear a lot of videos where like, they'll add like way too much reverb and echo and you can't even hear, you can't even understand what the hell they're saying. So it's just like, it's not even, it's not even worth it to be like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just like frustrating to even watch the video because there's either too much reverb or there's too much shakes, like talking about those booms and shakes from earlier. Yeah. The booms and shakes though, man. Those are kind of cool too. But I hear it's you. Like cool. if it, if it doesn't cool. make sense and it's and it's causing you to uh lose time and it's not really making or breaking the the you know the content, then shit. I hear you. Yeah, it's mm, it, it's a give and take. It's very contextual. It's very, very contextual. If it if it serves the video, sure. If I have someone that is ordering a custom is like, I want every footstep to be a boom and a shake, I'll do it. I have a plugin specifically for it. 
I'll, you know what? I'll do it on this video. I'll, I'll show how I do the booms and shakes on this video. It's really oh, easy. Booms and shakes. So, booms and shakes. I feel like we should re- name this episode "Booms and Shakes." <laughs> I'm, I am so about that. That's that's funny. I'll be right back. I gotta go use the restroom. Do you think? Alrighty. I guess I could narrate a little bit of what I'm doing here. So what I did is, um, if you were watching, you saw that uh, she didn't have the smear originally. And I got up to that point and it just didn't show up. So I had to change the composition settings. I didn't change them before switching over to the new clip. So you didn't even get the smear. So I had to just change uh, how long the actual video would be in there. Um, then I can bring the back to Tiny Dude. Um, checking for how the shadows cast because I think the light is coming directly on top of her feet. So you can kind of see that the shadow is directly under her. So I can be a little more liberal with how I use this shadow. Trim this guy down to actually fit in the clip. As you can see there. And get stepped on right around. Probably going to move him like right here. Also because of how my camera shot, you can see how it's like blurry here and then it's like in focus here. Whatever lens I was using that day um, only like has a very specific, um, man, I always call it a frame of reference, but that's wrong. Like I said, I'm still learning about cameras and shit, but um, basically it only keeps like a certain area in focus, um, which can be determined by, which can be determined by the autofocus on the camera. Which is what I did a lot and then turn on manual focus so it doesn't... Um, mess up while it's filming which i learned the hard way after filming some content once well so that, can, we'll time stamp that part where i use a restroom coffee gets the best of daddy goods that's fine um i, <laughs> started, uh, I just started uh chatting a little bit about like what my process was because i kept working oh, oh. 
accidental. <laughs> Man, it's hit the sample pad. <laughs> I sure did. All right, so what were you doing here? Uh, I was just explaining that um, there's a point where um, I like reloaded in the clip because I didn't change the composition settings for it and needed the um, because like it would like get up to this point right here and then it didn't have the smear. It didn't have that part. So I had to just go back and change the composition settings. And I started talking about um, how my camera functions and like you'll hear me start talking. Um, if you were to go back and edit the clip, which I'm, which I'm sure you usually do anyway. Maybe. I don't know. Sometimes I like to keep it raw, man. Yeah. I just, uh, I started like chatting a little bit about what I was doing because I started working and I didn't want to just sit here. Okay. But so it's like, section. it's kind of like the same, um, process more or less. The only thing that's going to change in this, in this go around is like I said, I'm adding in the, um, I'm going to add in the boons and shakes and also uh, I'm going to add like a blood smear for when this guy gets stepped on. Excellent. And, and the then boons, the boons and shakes are probably, um, so like the shakes is more of like an, oh, obviously a, an effect. Uh, every... Yeah, the shakes are an effect. The booms go in later and I have like a whole, um, I have like a whole, where is it? sound effects so i got this from closet collages also this one right here if you are making your own clips and you want a copy of this file just ask and i'll give it to you um that's also where i keep like some of my backup music and stuff like that uh or my background music mm -hmm. so uh this guy is becoming a shadow but yeah that, that's what i'll use for like booms and whatnot excellent I'm still tripping out that these are GTA five characters. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's actually, it's, it's hilarious. And it's, it's funny how useful they actually can be because you can animate them to do just about anything. And they're very, very helpful. You know, you know, it's funny, man. Um, you know how we're waiting for GTA six to come out and it's been like so many years. Yep. Wouldn't it be trippy if, like, we are GTA 6? <laughs> we are right now. Like, they just plugged us in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They were like, surprise, you are surprise, GTA 6. Right now. And it's funny because, like, a lot of crazy stuff been happening in the world. Very, very GTA-like, so it would make sense. I wouldn't put it past them for pulling one over on us like that. That'd be kind of funny. Mm-hmm. This is still uh, violet here, right? This is still violet. Um, you know, it's funny. This this entire time I've had this page, um, I've never made. Uh, <clears throat> I always get asked to do flip flop content, and I just, I'm like, well, you can order it as a custom, and I just, I'm just a dick about it. Mm -hmm. uh, I love being a, an asshole to people. I don't know why. It's 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 really fucked up. I need to stop doing that. Um, but I'm like so rude to some people sometimes on here, um, on my Instagram anyway, because like they're just like a time waster, or they they think that um they think I'm the people in the video. That's my favorite, is when they think I'm the the women in the in these videos. Yeah. And they start messaging me just some like out of pocket horny nonsense, <laughs> and I'm like, like at first I was like, well maybe I can trick them because they're so stupid. 
Right. And maybe I can trick them. Um, Cause if you're going to come into my DMS being a weirdo, like I'm going to, I'm going to mess with you a little bit. And if that involves your wallet, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I, I, I don't, I don't care. Like if you're going to, if you're going to do that to me, I'll do it back to you. So um, I have this one guy who will always ask is like, Hey, when are you going to do like content? Like she puts on her flip flops and she doesn't know he's there. I'm like, eventually, I don't know. Do you want to buy a custom for it? He's like, no, you should just do it. I'm like, man, that makes me want to do it like even less. Like <laughs> I'm like, I specifically made this page to make stuff I wanted to see. And then of course, like, you know, customs on top of that are really nice and getting suggestions is cool. But sometimes people come off a little too demanding of me and my time. Yeah. And I'm like, if you want to see it so bad, why don't you do some? Why don't you make it? Because that's what I did. Yeah. So yeah. this is yeah. uh, this is this is how quick I'm able to do something. Just yes, I made that in a couple seconds. I don't know. Oh. Oh, I didn't know my um, I didn't know my screen was a uh, uh, my screen audio was on. That's cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Well, I just didn't know that um I was gonna I didn't know I was gonna hear that. That's cool. That's great. That's awesome. I thought I thought that was muted. Yeah. <laughs> you heard the flip flop. The flip flop. That's funny. One of our most popular songs, um, uh, the 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 the, the word flip flops is in the title. Uh, he's dropping Easter eggs, y'all. Now, now you can look them up. Hey, figure it out. You'll you'll search flip flops and you'll get country music. You won't find us, I promise. Metal band flip flop in the title. Google that, y'all. You'll figure it out. I'm sure you will. It's it's like something you should. It's like flip flops, and then something that's like frowned upon to do involving flip flops. Okay, okay. Frowned upon throwing flip flops. Close. Oh, it's not <laughs> just not close. <laughs> Micro merchant trivia. I'm still so tripping. You, you said you you were the micro catfish for the custom request. <laughs> I hey man, I am. I don't, I don't. I got no shame in that. Uh, so what I'm doing here is this is this will be like me adding in the shake. Okay. Um, get the effects controls out of here. So. I have what's called Motion Bro. This is a free program, and um, uh, Klaus Klaus just told me about it. It has a whole folder for shakes, and you can choose like the duration of it up here at the top. Uh, if I bring it over more, I can get. You have like uh, what is this? Eight options for yeah, eight options for um, for duration. And I usually, um, if I'm if I'm ever to do it uh, for like a whole five minute custom, uh, I will be very specific in the durations I choose and the type of shake I choose. Cause then you have all these ones right here that have a different kind of shake. And I think it's just intensity. Like, so this top one is really slight. And then this bottom one is just like a big bomb going off, um, which I usually only save for, you know, like the last, like the big stomp or something like that in a, in a video. So for instance, um, I'll use it here. And the most important thing, I, I knew a um, creator who, he finally figured out that what he was doing wrong for this, but he would always, um, he would always put his uh, shake 
below his his characters over here. So what would end up happening is the shake would go because this affects this effect affects everything under it affects everything under it. So this is on top of this video is on top of this video you see here. It yeah. is not currently on top of this tiny guy. Uh, it'll take a second to render uh, what's mm-hmm. going on, but it would look like this. Like, uh, well, let's say for instance, he, uh, he was still there, right? Yeah. Everything will shake, but everything will shake, but the tiny guy, and he's still out there on top of the footage, right? Yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. if there was like a giant woman, like approaching, then, the guy like the screen would shake and the people would stay stationary which uh, that doesn't make sense right so you put that you put that on top of everything and then your result is a little different the hill shakes with the screen ah uh, yeah yeah but you know he's getting stepped on there so he he doesn't need to shake along with the screen right i see what you mean yep yeah, I so guess that's, that's something that you only find out trial and error type of thing, unless somebody taught you it. Yeah, it, it is very trial and error. Uh, it's just, I think I got lucky when I first used it, and it just always exported, it always put itself up at the top here, so I never really had that issue. And then when I saw someone else having that problem, I'm like, well, what the hell? Are, I'm, like, I'm like, are you using Motion, bro? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, what the hell are you doing wrong, dude? And I went back and checked out and it messed around with it song. I'm like, oh, this is what you're doing wrong. Like, you, you should just fix that. It shouldn't be that. See? And I get the little, you get the little shake with it. And it, it kind of adds something. And what's kind of cool is I recently put up a preview of my video I'm making with Gianna where it, unless I'm like physically there directing someone, it is, it's kind of imperative. Like if you do like a thing where they're putting someone down with their fingertips and then immediately stepping on them, it's pretty yeah. important they step on where they put that person down at because yeah. if the person's not animated, they're not moving to the spot where they're getting stepped on at. Uh, and unfortunately she put her fingers down and like told, tells the little guy, like, don't move. And then she stomps him with her heel, but she did it like three inches to the right. Oh. So I'm like, shit, like, do I just have like a key for me? This guy like slowly moving towards where her foot goes down. Right. And I did that. And I'm like, well, he's he's just sitting there on his knees and he's just floating over there. That makes no sense. Yeah. And so I, I kept him where. Well, so what I did is I kept him right where he was, and just did this this exact um, intensity and duration. And when she slams her heel down, it's like immediate. So you wouldn't even notice that she didn't slam her heel down in the exact same spot. It's just implied. So I just found a workaround using this thing. Yeah. So it can it can uh it can add a nice little effect and it can also mask some stuff that you wouldn't really need to mask otherwise. Like I, I never would have thought I would have to do that with um do that with a clip. I never thought that would work that way. And I'm like, well what if it what if I did that? Would that look fine? So it's like having tools in your toolbox and using um every tool is a screwdriver or every tool no every tool is a hammer every tool is a that's what it is every tool is and a hammer I like every it. tool is a hammer and i and i was right and it just worked cool so that's that's, that's uh, how things will go I'll, I'll leave that in there i like it um just because it starts um 
rendering kind of weird. Uh, I can turn it off when I go through previews again. But what I'll do here, I'll go back to my blood effects. And I'll have, I guess we'll use, we'll use this one. Why not? And I can stretch this and make it, make it into a smear. So again, you figure how much blood is in this tiny dude's body. Let's say that much. Why not? If it's, if it's his entire body being pulped that much. Sure. Flatten it out. Rotate it in the direction of the smear. Probably stretch it a little bit. Flatten it out one more time. Boom. And I'll put it like right there. So then when she does the smear, I usually will work backwards uh, a little bit. Yeah. But like it'll it'll slowly appear as she drags her foot away. Gotcha. And I might make it a little longer just to just to be morbid about it. <laughs> morbid about it. And this this starts to become the part where it's like a little frustrating, uh, just because you have to like really, um, especially with how my camera the, that I shot with this day works. You'll notice like everything back here is blurry, but like this specific area is not. Um, I forget what it is with cameras that does that, but it has something to do with the way the way the lens that you have attached works and um, focuses. Yeah. So I need that, but you don't have the. Um, it's not just a normal camera. It's like for close-up shots, which works really well for foot photography. But when you're filming stuff, little, little less desirable. Mm. But it works. It works so well for close-up shots and like stills. What camera do you use? I use a. When I'm in Florida, I use a Canon T6, and then mm. when I'm here in Georgia, I have a selection of like three different cameras that I won't remember the names of off the top of my head right now. Mm. Um, they're, they're out sitting in the living room in a, um, in a bag. So what I'm going to try to do here is hopefully I can, I usually will work backwards on these. Uh, give me a mask that I can see. I'll work a little backwards on these to kind of get it, um, get it where I need it to be. So like, I'll start like right here and this will be, this will be the finished frame for when the uh, full thing comes into view. Yeah. Open up the mask path. I'll put it on for like, that'll be like the first frame that the full blood stain is shown. And I'll add a couple extra points just so I can manipulate it a little. Oh, whoops. Just so I can manipulate it a little better. I can have different edges on it and can like make it match the shape of a flip-flop. There's a, there's a whole little like ways to do this stuff. It's, it's a lot of fun sometimes. So now that I have the mask path figured out, I want it. Come on, come on, come on. Give me, give me the thing I want. There we go. Cool. It's such like a small detail, but like, you gotta like really just, uh, you gotta hone in on it and really like get it perfect. Well, that, that, that way it looks, that way it looks like it wasn't made in a Photoshop program or, um, or in a, in a special effects lab. Like it, it, it has to look like, um, 
I want it to look real. I want it to look believable. I want it to look like, damn, she just killed those guys. Like, she she just murdered those little dudes. That's what I want it to look like. And what I'm doing here is I'm just matching the mask to the shape of her flip-flop. And um, I just started using this mask feather uh, option on here, which is pretty cool. What it, it, what it does is it'll... I'm going to explain it how I think it works. It'll, like, add, like, just, like, a small little layer of, like, fuzz, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not explaining what mask feathering does right at all. But what it basically does is it'll add, like, a little extra, um, little extra something to the edges of your mask. So it'll kind of let it breathe a little bit. That's the yeah. best way I think of of explaining it currently and if i'm wrong someone can tell me no it sounds it sounds it sounds like it, it makes sense what you're saying because like being able to actually watch what you're doing like you can see what you're talking about i know exactly what you're talking it, about by watching like, the screen. It's like, it's like it's like it's kind of i can think of it as like training wheels almost like it kind of just helps you along with what you're trying to get done mm. it like kind of hides a mistake so if i were to take the mask away um, and as she drags her flip-flop back, you get a little, you get a little that. Yeah. And I think that, I think that's pretty cool. And what I'll do is I'll sometimes add like a little bit of opacity. To, uh, I'll take away a little opacity from it and just kind of um, make it's it look like, yeah. make it look like it's on the floor. Right. Um, what I might start doing is like a little more practical effects for stuff like this and maybe have like a little packet of, I've already thought about how I might do this, like have a little like packet of like food coloring um, that someone can step on or like a, not a cherry tomato because you'll know, but something very red and that can pop. And then like, mm. I'll have the scene where they like stomp their foot on an area and then I'll have a separate scene of them like lifting their foot up or wiping it away like a different angle. So I don't have to edit in blood later. Um, um, so it's like, it can be on their foot and it can also be on the floor, but it's practical effects instead of right. having to put it in here. And sometimes I've had to do blood stains on the bottom of someone's foot. And if I'm not directing them, they'll move their foot around too much. And I have to like animate this blood stain around for like a minute and like how it like contours like someone's like wrinkles on their foot, it is difficult and it takes up a lot of time. So practical effects might just be the way to go. And also you can kind of see, like I was talking about earlier with my camera, it'll keep this area in focus, but like everything here will start to kind of blur as it gets further away. Yeah. So I might add a very, very small amount of blur onto this blood right here. So I have usually what I do for that is the camera lens blur effect and after effects and I'll increase it by intervals of 10 or five just to see like how extreme it gets. Cause like if, for instance, if I went up to 50 shit, that might work. <laughs> <laughs> but if I went up to like a hundred or something, like it's just kind of, it's unrecognizable. Yeah. But on um, 50, it also kind of eliminates some edge to the original um, to the original blood stain, because you can kind of tell it's like 
you know, made on a computer. Yeah. But if you do something like that, it not only does it kind of fit. It's a little newer, yeah. Yeah, it it kind of it just kind of sits there a little better, and then I can mess with the opacity again, bring that down, and it looks like it's on the floor. It's like when I'm zoomed in on it like this, you know, it's it's easier to tell what I'm what it is I'm working with. But when I zoom out, when you like see like the actual product and the fact that most people are going to be watching this on their phones, um that's when I start like, not, not to say I'm being lazy with it, but to start be like, okay, well, how is this media going to be consumed? How are people actually view this? They're not watching this on a big TV screen. So they're not going to be able to like, um, go up close to their TV or like, they won't like notice that there's like small inconsistencies and stuff. Other creators will notice it probably more so than, um, more so than like the average consumer or a guy that ordered a custom, but it also people, people know the quality of my work and that's why people will come to me for commissions and whatnot. And they'll, I mean, shit, my, my Instagram is my portfolio essentially. Uh, And some stuff on there has bloodstains. And if they want, it's, it's like basically saying like, I can also do this. And if they like what it looks like on their Instagram feed, then that's what they'll, that's what, they'll receive. I just have to like, kind of keep in mind um, the, like I said, like how, how they're, how are they viewing it? How are they going to be consuming that product later? Is there a way for you to find that kind of information out? Um, like if they're viewing it on a phone versus a mm-hmm. tablet versus a desktop. Yeah. No, um, not, not as far as I'm aware. Uh, Instagram will tell you, how many times you like your stuff has been interacted with like does mama goods have her account set up as a business profile on instagram yes um ask her what those in, like ask her to look at those insights like it's, it's actually really cool it it, tar- it breaks down into this whole if you haven't looked yet um it like will break down um how many people like looked at it, how many people liked it how many people saved it how many people commented of course like very basic stuff like that but it'll also show you um, uh, like the like the demographic, like where like most of your fans are from, which is kind of neat. I think um, yeah. I have fans from at this point. I have people from all the way from like you know Japan to um, I have people like from Iraq following my page. People in the UK, people in Canada, South America. It is kind of crazy how many um, like the actual like uh, outreach just making giantess edits has gotten me yeah um, no that's awesome it, that's that's probably my favorite thing about this is the people i've met that is probably my aside from like what i said earlier about like the honesty with myself thing th- uh, being able to connect with people um from every different walk of life and then like countless different countries that is that is the coolest shit to me um from like gianna being in uh, I don't uh, somewhere in Europe, you know, I'm not going to say where, but somewhere in Europe, um, that's crazy to me. Um, I'm friends with, um, if you've seen Salome toes before she's in Japan, I believe, and speaks like three different languages, four, three or four different languages. Um, becoming friends with people in the UK, um, like cam, 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 cam 96, her and I are buddy, buddy. 
um, it's, it's just wild. Like being able to meet people, not just, not even just talk about feet, just talk about life and what the fuck they're up to and what they're doing in yeah. their life. Uh, I mean, shit, I met, I met probably my fucking life partner off of doing shit like this. Like that's crazy to me. That's that, truly amazing for sure. It, it's, it's a blessing. It really is. And the fact that I'm into it too, like it's, it's fun. Yeah, I, I I can say it over and over again, but it's it just brings like a new avenue to interact with people that I've known for years and years and years. So oh, if we were to cool. see the full product, if this uh this part renders fine, there we go. All right, the full thing. Oh. See, it's clean. It's clean. <laughs> it is. That it's was a lot awesome. of fun. And then, uh, boom! I have I have two clips that people can uh, that people can check out eventually. So that's just like that. Just like that. Boom! I got two, and that's that's how I do what I do. That's yeah, the, that's man. the cool part about it, man. This is this is. Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So, so where would people be able to find these clips to enjoy? Oh man, um, I, I see you already got my um, like my Instagram and my Twitter up right there. Um, I'm a lot. I try to be a lot more active on Twitter uh, lately. I have a lot of exclusive clips up over on Twitter. Instagram is good, so you know, check those ones out. Uh, check out my link trees. I have a deviant art page i'm working on some clip stores right now uh of course check out my patreon for the the longer stuff and the um exclusive content behind the scene shoots um just raw photos and stuff like that that yeah i have i just have the basic stuff man i don't have a lot but i try to post every other day if not every day yeah hell yeah man yeah, follow all his uh, IG and Twitter, and you guys uh, go and look those up. And then what about the Patreon? Is the Patreon um, pretty active? The Patreon, um, I mean, from the last two months, like I was, nothing was uploaded in June and July. Um, there are some new fun clips on Patreon lately. I have a, I have a video dropping with Gianna, GG Golden Souls, um, dropping this weekend, either tomorrow or Saturday. Uh, so either Friday or Saturday. Uh, just got like a couple extra little things to finish up on that. And what I'm trying to do is I'm redoing how I am going to post on there. There'll probably be a post every Monday and Friday. And then like one really long clip every month. That is the plan going forward. This is the first time I'm actually able to like verbalize it and put it out into the world. But that is how I plan to do things. I have two tiers a $10 tier and a $20 tier 20 gets you all access. $10 is like you get some extra short clips and work in progress stuff. But, um, I've been pretty gracious lately on there or people have been gracious to me, I should say. So I decided to return the favor and upload some clips, uh, some longer clips that I would save for the top tier into the lower tier, just because like I've been gone for so long and people stayed on there. They deserve to, um, they deserve to see the goods. 
<laughs> Absolutely, man. They most definitely do. And I know they'll appreciate that. And uh, man, you you got a you got a lot coming ahead of you too, you know, with the with the tour coming up and everything. So yep. you know, I know I know you're gonna do what you gotta do to to keep the keep the giantess squad happy and then also I know it's gonna be a real real busy real busy time for you during during this fourth quarter of the year with the tour and everything. Oh yeah. I mean this this one coming up in September is only two weeks long. Then I'll be back to make more content. We don't leave again until Halloween time. But who knows what's happening? Uh the album comes out in less than a week. Comes out um what? comes out uh September second. So if you're in tune to metal music, um you'll hear about us. Um I'll neither confirm nor deny if you guess it right. Those that know know. And those that don't know, that's fine. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. And that's okay. But you'll know eventually. Man, that's awesome, man. Well, thank you, Micro Merchant for, or Dan, excuse me, Dan. Either or. Yeah, man. Thank you for, you know, coming on a pop pod and sharing your skills with everybody and showing them how to use, I believe this is Adobe. Premium. This is Adobe After Effects. Adobe After Effects and, you know, showing like, the plugins and everything, because that's that's what a lot of those where those effects come from. Right. Like there's a lot of plugins that you can use. There, uh, Motion Bro is a plugin and it's free. Um, that's that's the one that does all like the shakes and stuff. It can have some like cool transitions in there. Um, there's like a whole nother half of this stuff with Premiere, but we can save that for another time if people would like to see that and all like how the sound editing works, because that's also pretty fun. And how I compile clips together to make them into like longer full length films. Yeah, man. Well, we definitely got to set that up. And uh, man, I'm 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 excited to be back too. Like I said, I haven't dropped a podcast in like two weeks, so you know, uh, I'm looking forward to have some new content on the channel and looking uh-huh. forward to just uh, making more connections. You know, if you if you know anybody who you know you can recommend to the podcast, let's make it happen. If any of you listeners know anybody, you know, let's make it happen. Yeah, I'll see if I can't get like, uh, man, shit. Uh, Violet should be visiting me within a month or so. Uh, maybe I could have like a sit down episode with like me and one of the one of the models that I shoot with a lot. That'd be, I think that'd be cool. Hell if yeah, man! I'm op- oh man, dude, I'm open to all ideas. You know, man. Then they can have two screens. They can have toes, and they can have the editing. Oh, bro, we're on to something. <laughs> I got ideas. Do a live edit, like film something, and then edit it right away. That'd be crazy. I'm with it, man. Let's let's make it happen. Speed running, making giantess edits. <laughs> All right, we already got the titles, man. Well, shoot, man. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, close this episode out. Don't go nowhere, Dan, and um, man, everybody listening and watching, right on for being here. Smash the like button, by the way, and uh, subscribe to the Smash channel. The like, subscribe. Absolutely. Hit that man. bell. Yeah, ring that bell icon so you get notified every time we drop a new episode. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here. Boom.